your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The Last Voices of the Irish Revolution reflects on a tumultuous time in Irish history with first-hand accounts of those who witnessed the Civil War. And our own Ashlyn chatted to author Tom Hurley about the process of making the book and began by asking what inspired him to write it. Yeah, so in 2003, it was the 80th anniversary of the Irish Civil War, but there didn't seem to be a whole lot about it, from what I could see. You know, there was no real discourse about it, or there wasn't a whole lot on television or whatever. So I decided to see if there was many civilians and combatants still alive who might be willing to talk to me and tell me their story and experience and just really reflect on the period. So between um, January and July 2003, I spoke to 18 people and then I did two further interviews in the United States in July 2004. So it was 20 interviews altogether. And um, the book chronicles the years 1899 to 1949. 1899 is the birthday of the oldest interviewee, which incidentally he was from Limerick. And then 1949 is the year that the 26 counties became a republic. So it's those 50 years you're talking about. And tell me more about the Limerick person who participated in that. What sort of account did they bring? Yeah, well, there's a good bit about Limerick in the whole thing. But the interviewee, um, his name was William Gary, and he was from Ballygran, and he was born in 1899. And he told me his story about the name of the place where he grew up was Cluny Cottage. Um, he attended the Atlantic Wireless School in Carstavine in Kerry. And in 1920, then he took a voyage around the world. That was in 1920, and it lasted about 10, 11 months, and he went around the world. And when he came back then in 1921, he joined the IRA, and he had stories about the Black and Tens and the British Army. And then after the, the treaty and the, the, the truce period, he joined the Civic Guard, which went on to become the um, Garda Siakana. So he was there for the handover of Dublin Castle. Um, and he had various postings as well. He was in Clonus, um, Carrick Macross in Monaghan. And then he was down in Tipperary and Newport and Templemore. And then one of his final postings was in Clare. And he immigrated to America in 1928. It's kind of a well enough known story. Um, he was basically set up and he, he was basically um, put out of the force. So he immigrated to America in 1928. And he was there when, when I interviewed him in, in 2004. Tom, I'm wondering, the Civil War can be such a difficult topic because it feels so divisive still. Did you get that from your interviewees did, and, and speaking about it? Did, how did you navigate that kind of bias that people might have had? Yeah, well, the people I spoke to, I was fortunate in that they were a kind of a, a decent age. You know, they would have been 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 during the period. So they were young adults, really. Um, and the people I spoke to, I spoke to people who were, you know, civilians, um, and I spoke to people who were in the IRA, coming on Free State Army, and went on to become the guards. So I got a, a cross section, and I spoke to people from the unionist community as well. Um, so yeah, there, there was a bit of, um, you know, maybe various politicians or various things that were done by the other side would still have been maybe criticised. Um, but I think in the end. Um, there was an acceptance that people got on in later life, you know. 
Like, do, do we give it enough credit when we're looking back on it? Um, you said yourself that there wasn't much done for the um, commemorations of it. Um, how big was the civil war for Ireland, I suppose, is what I'm trying to ask. And how did it inform the next 100 years? How did it inform our history? Um, well, I suppose there's different facets to it. The one I looked at was, the one you'd hear most common is that, you know, there was two main political parties came out of it. But there was more to it than that, too. I mean, one of the things that struck me was the immigration and that was one of the objectives of doing interviews in the United States. Another person that I interviewed, he went to America for 11 years, but he came back. But the other two I spoke to, the, 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 the woman and the man, they stayed over in America. So a huge thing, immigration to not just America, but it was America I looked at. And there was a huge amount of people, especially from the anti-treaty side, who ended up going to America. So immigration was one of the big things I saw. Um, as a result of the Civil War. I mean, the, the book doesn't really overly deal with politics. It's more the social side. So the hard times people might have fallen on after the Civil War. And again, I have to stress, it's the years like 1899 up to 1918 are covered as well. So you have things like um, one man who saw Titanic a few times. Um, a lot of people spoke about men they knew who went off to fight in World War One. In including William Gary from Limerick, by the way. He talks about a man he knew from, um, he was going to the creamery in Fina, um, and he died in the war, and I looked into what happened to him. Then there's 1916 as well. And then after the Civil War, as I say, immigration, right up to World War Two. And one interview, we actually met Hitler. So there's a, there's a lot of in it. And another, another Limerick thing as well, a lot of the interviewees, some of them would have known Liam Lynch from Anglesborough. Um, and another one of the interviewees, he was he fought in Limerick with the anti-treaty side during the Civil War. So there's there's a good bit about Limerick in it. That is Tom Hurley, uh, who has written a book, The Last Voices of the Irish Revolution. And uh, it's about uh, the Civil War and uh, amazing how it continues to resonate now over 100 years later. And Tom was chatting there to Live 95's Ashlyn Kelly. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.